And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Real Estate Quarterback Show. This is not Brandon Rhymes, as you might know by now from The Voice. It is Ian Beckles filling in for Mr. Rhymes. I'm not sure exactly what he's got going on, but I'm sure it's very important. Um, the explanation of Mr. Rhymes is, is not me. I'm not into real estate, although... Uh, I guess I am an entrepreneur. I don't even know what I do anymore. I'm just trying to make money, and that's about it. But uh, Brandon asks me quite often to sit in for him, and uh, it's quite the pleasure because I learn a little bit about business as I come in here as well, and uh, it's all about knowledge. So uh, Brandon always brings in a couple very knowledgeable guests, and he's done the same thing for me today, and we brought in, and I'm, once again, I hope I don't butcher these names. I'm, I've butchered them before. This young man I've seen before, so I believe it's, Scott Maurer. That is correct. Good job. And it's not spelt thusly. No, it is not. Now, how often do you have to spell it? Every so often, people well, people hear the uh, baseball player Joe Maurer, which helps probably, which helps. Yes. Except for we have an I have an extra R correct. in between, so it yes. throws it off. We hear, I hear more Maurer, mm. but it is Maurer. At least Maurer is a good baseball player. He is. He's a pretty darn good baseball player. And I'm player. not related, unfortunately. Yeah. I get asked that a lot. Yeah, that is unfortunate. <laughs> He's from Advanta IRA. We'll get into that a little bit as well. Now, uh, this lovely young lady, I'm looking at her name, and her parents did her wrong because I know <laughs> she has to spell this on the All regular the often. So I'm going to say Jeanette Sodden. That's correct. Well, I mean, That's a first. I'm going to tell you that. I get Janet. Yeah. I get all sorts of my first name. Mm-hmm. And then Sodden, that's actually my married name. Okay. And I get sawed on. First. Yeah, I can see. Like you your, got it. Your first name, I can see that your parents were trying to be unique, ironically different. <laughs> but I could just see it was still Jeanette. But it's you have to spell it every time. J a n n e t e every yep. time. Every time. Every bit of that is off. Mm-hmm. Okay, as long as <laughs> I know you know this because you've lived with yourself your whole yeah. life. Exactly. And she's from once again not going to be easy. For Bray. For Bray uh, frameworks French. French. French how? Uh, not sure. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I'm uh, the business manager of a Bray Frameworks. Okay. The two brothers, um, I'm assuming it's probably like a great-grandfather sure. that came French. But I know both of their parents are Cuban. Okay. So. Very, very, very nice. And for Bray f- uh, Frameworks uh, does... Real estate <laughs> photography. Photography, videography too as videography, well, right? Videography, yep. Marketing. Yeah. Headshots, you name it, we do it. I just looked at your work, and you guys do fantastic work, Thank by the you. way. Fantastic. And I, I, I like to say that I have a pretty good eye for videography and photography and that kind of stuff. I've had a magazine for a couple of years, and so I could I have a good look, and you guys have some good people working Thank for you. you. Very, so very, very, very good stuff. Now, uh, Scott, now we're talking about uh, IRAs. and. Right. You know, you're you're in a you're in a good business because nobody knows anything about our IRAs, so they always need to learn. Correct. Okay, so I'm I'm learning as I go as well. All right, so um, let as a layman, I'm mean, I'm a layman. I don't I really don't know the answer to these questions. Okay, I really don't. What's the difference between an IRA and a 401k? To me, they're the same thing. They are. That's a good question because mm-hmm. a lot of people use those terms interchangeably. And in some respects, they they are very similar, and they can actually be the same account depending on the situation. But an IRA 
is an individual retirement account. So that's an individual on their own, they're working, they can just contribute money out of their own pocket uh, into an IRA account. Now, 401k, and there's some other plans like 403bs and 457s that are very similar. Those are employer-sponsored plans. So if you work for a company okay. that you contribute a portion of your salary each year and the company then does some type of profit-sharing match on top of that, uh, that's where a 401k comes in. Now, when you leave an employer, though, you're no longer working for that company, you can take a 401k and just roll it into a regular IRA, a traditional IRA, and then open up your different investment possibilities. So they're used interchangeably. It is important in our industry to know which is which uh, when we're dealing with a new client. Um, but eventually they can be combined into the same account. Like I think a bunch of you IRA guys get together in a big room and you just say, <laughs> we're going to make it so difficult that nobody understands anything. Well, what happened is since those rules were created by Congress, yeah. it was actually the uh, our representatives. Well, that makes sense. If Congress, makes sense. if Congress did it, well, then it completely <laughs> makes sense. You know what I mean? It completely makes sense. Yeah. Anything yeah. that Congress, you know, concocts, it makes sense. Yeah, just like naming two streets the same thing, but one is drive and the other one is street. Yeah. Does and especially in, in Tampa, yeah. there's streets that end here, start here, start back over here. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't, don't get me into this whole thing, you know. And you know, <laughs> with the with the laws you're talking about, sometimes I read a law and I go, they literally re- wrote this so that it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I feel to trick like, you. Uh, to trick you, mm-hmm. like even even we we've been talking about this stand your ground thing forever, okay? Is that really a law if you think about it? I mean, so. If you're in fear of your life, you could shoot somebody. That's a law. So oh, how, on your property. How is somebody? No, it's not no, true. Not anymore. That's not, anymore? not true. No, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, George geez. Zimmerman wasn't on his property. The the, the guy in Clearwater was at a gas station. Absolutely not. So how am I to know that you're in fear for your life? How am I to know that? How is the, how is a judge supposed to know that? I don't know. And that same guy with the uh, it was the uh, the Clearwater movie, guy. Well, the movie theater, the movie, movie theater too, guy up in, up in Pasco. So, so it's so think, how how are you in fear for your life if the other person doesn't have a gun? I think that's that's what that and that's why the law there's so much controversy because how like you said how are you supposed to stand in somebody else's shoes and know what they're thinking and exactly. how they're feeling? So what if I what if I walk? I'm a, I'm a pretty imposing guy. I'm I'm sitting behind this, but when I get up, I'm imposing. Trust me. All right. So I'm, I'm pretty imposing. If I walk up on you. I say I walk into an elevator and old lady is in fear for her life. Can she shoot me? That's what the loss is. Yeah, I mean, that's it's, <laughs> it's, it's entirely subjective, and that's the problem. There's not much objective standard to look at it. No, man. I mean, but I, I want you guys to be a little clearer because when I hear people talking 401K and IRA, <laughs> I do, everything just kind of goes down. I said, I believe you. Yeah. Well, well, what we do is since we allow people to invest in real estate and all kinds of alternative assets, we just say if you have an IRA or a 401k, that's not the important part. It's if you have one of those types of accounts, we can help you out. Okay. And, and we figure out those little details for you. Perfect. All right. Now, Jeanette, um, for Brave Frameworks, once again, looked into your stuff. Uh, fantastic stuff. Who who is who are your clients? Are you are you going after uh, realtors or are you go after people that are selling their house? Which one? Both. Or, bo- or both. Both. Uh, more than likely, the people selling their homes mm-hmm. have uh, contracted a realtor. Correct. So our main focus is realtors because they're the ones that's going to give us that access to those homes going up on the market. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but we do welcome any for sale by owners. And, you know, we do welcome anyone that just wants updated pictures for their home. It doesn't matter. Absolutely. It doesn't mean you're going to up, you know, list them or anything. But, you know, we get Airbnbs. We get HomeAways as well. Uh, but, yes, our main Clients are realtors. Now, I did. Uh, I sold my house a while ago, probably three years ago. I lived in Culberth House for like twenty years. I finally sold my house, mm-hmm. and 
I uh, wasn't selling for a while, and then the realtor that I was with, it wasn't Brandon at the time, but the realtor we were with, we, we did a video, kind of a goofy video, mm-hmm. and it went viral. It was getting an unbelievable amount of hits, and then all of a sudden I sold the house. Yeah. So, you know, videography and photography are all very, very important things, actually, to to everything in the world now, even, mm-hmm. even food and stuff, everything, video. And, Which we do. We do food photography. Oh, really? Headshots. Yeah. I, I mean, we want to eventually take over all forms of photography. Okay. That's That's our, our goal, you know, for forever. So, um, you know, we're slowly getting into uh, little niches, but, you know, our large niche is real estate photography. So you have a, you know, a bunch of photographers obviously working for you. We do. Some photographers are stronger than... You know, some are stronger in real estate, some are stronger in food photography. Is that how it works? So all of our photographers are real estate photographers. Okay. They've been trained in drone, to fly a drone, and mm-hmm. they have their license. And obviously they've been trained with the camera. Now, only certain photographers have been trained to do videography, and others have also been trained to do the Matterport, which is a 3D virtual tour of your home. Sure. Um, and then we have taken all of their... Uh, like their backgrounds, like all of the, the portfolio, and we kind of choose which photographer is stronger in which aspect to do the wedding photography, to do the food photography, the headshots, and whatnot. Well, wow. I mean, it's, got, it's photography definitely come a long way. Like I said, I, mm-hmm. way back I owned a, a, a magazine, so I was exposed to photography, and uh, like everything else in the world, there's people that say they're great photographers, and then there's great photographers. Right. There's two different things. Yeah, and we're, we're, the, we're the great Okay, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> I believe because I mean because I've seen great photography. We're professional. There's a difference it because is. I I got some news for you. Everybody's a photographer. Mm-hmm. I'm a photographer. I take pictures every day, all day, and on this phone, every day. So everybody's really a photographer. Right. Like I've literally been on a photo shoot with a professional photographer, and as he was taking his shots, I was going around taking my shots on my phone, and at the end, my pictures were better. So, I mean, just saying you're a photographer is one thing, but to be professional mm-hmm. is, is a big deal, obviously. Right. and we strive. We strive to be as professional as we can. Uh, we try to help out all the realtors and the selling uh, selling clients. Sure. We try to help them out as much as we can by, you know, providing them with checklists, giving them all their options for, you know, the home. And drone photography is top-notch right now. You know, especially in Tampa, you can get all the views sure. with the with the drone photography. Yeah, and everybody and their mother is a drone now, pretty pretty much. You yeah, know, but do they have an FAA license? Probably not. No. They probably they just have they just have a, a drone because they want they want to be cool. Yeah. They think <laughs> having a drone is cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we can fly four hundred feet. Four hundred feet. Four hundred feet. Okay. And if you're on top of a skyscraper, four hundred feet from there. Four hundred feet from top of a skyscraper. Mm-hmm. And you need a, and you need a license for that, like you need certain a license. over a certain height. Okay. Yeah. You need you need to get approved by that. FAA. Pretty impressive. That's a long way up there. Yeah. Because a plane could hit that thing or something. You know. I understand. All right, we're not going to go anywhere here. We have Scott and Jeanette. Uh, we're talking IRAs, and we're talking photography and videography and uh, a whole lot of things. We have a lot to talk about. Don't go anywhere. Ian Beckles filling in for Brandon Rhymes, and we'll be back at the Real Estate Quarterback Show. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, and you're here with Consumer Quarterback Show. And I say, Brandon Rhymes, knock out your competition. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense. 
and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. For those of you that don't know my voice, this is Ian Beckles. I have been on the airways for quite a while here in the Bay Area. Whether we're talking about uh, sports on 620 WDAE for many years. Uh, right now, I'm presently on 1025 The Bone. Uh, every morning with Slater, I have a Saturday show, uh, Flavor of Tampa Bay with Ray Lampy. We talk a lot of food. And then my show, Ian Beckles' show, is on Sunday. And uh, we be talking about football and stuff like that. So, um, And God bless the Bucks for playing so well on Sunday. It was good to see. It well, was glorious. It was fun to watch, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. For the first time, I wasn't disappointed in <laughs> it's the been fourth a while. quarter. It's been a while, right? Yeah. Yeah, I just, it didn't even look real to me. Yeah. And do you know why? I got to say it. Oh, please. I got to say it. Well, let me know. Fitzpatrick. Well, I'm not going to say you're not. It's not true. I mean, I watched the dude play, and he was fantastic. balls out. I mean, he was he was the best player on the football field. Agreed. So, I mean, so. We, have, we, have a, we have a funny dilemma because... After the three three game suspension happens with Jameis Winston, mm-hmm. um, the front office, the Buccaneers have to make a decision. Okay, because if Fitzpatrick plays that way for three games, the decision is made. I'm you can't, team Fitzpatrick, you and can, I've always been. And that's and that's fine, and that's and that's always. and that's fine. Um, but as an organization, you have to make some business decisions as well. Yeah, this great. is the problem. This is the end of his contract. But this so. is the problem. If you go with Ryan Fitzpatrick and you don't make the playoffs. You're fired. They're gonna say, "Well, you you put Ryan Fitzpatrick in as our quarterback, mm-hmm. who couldn't start for the the Jets, who started a rookie yesterday, and you picked a guy, the first person in the whole world, and it failed. You're fired. That's it. Yeah. So they're ma- they're married to Jameis Winston. It's it's an impossible decision. And yeah. Fitzpatrick looks better than Jameis in the system." So now if you take out Fitzpatrick and put Jameis in and he doesn't look good, then everybody around is going, whoa, wait a minute. This doesn't, it doesn't look right. Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah. And head coaches don't get the chance to make many first-round picks at quarterback. First pick overall? You get, you get one. You get he one, doesn't work out. Once. You're gone. Nobody gets yep. to do it twice. You get, the, you get the first pick in the draft once. To be the first pick in the draft, you have to have the worst, the worst record in the league. <laughs> so if you, get, if you have the first pick in the draft three years later, you can't have it again. You'll be fired, that's for sure. So I've been in those locker rooms before, and I've seen situations where, you know, half the locker room was one way and half the locker room was the other way, and it can get ugly. So um, you can say it's a good problem to have, but not always. Not always. It was nice, though, to see a receiver open down the sideline, going deep, and have him actually get hit in stride and score a touchdown. Yeah, it just seemed like (laughs) right. It seemed like the way it should have been the whole time. Mm -hmm. But it definitely was uh, very enjoyable to watch. Uh, So I'm on 1025 The Bone. i also very active in social media. You can follow me at Ian Beckles. That's I-A-N-B-E-C-K-L-E-S. And uh, basically, uh, I represent a few products in the area, and I like to eat a lot of food and uh, just food pictures. That's it. It's not. It's not rocket science. You know what I mean. So you guys, are you guys involved with uh, social media at all? We are at Vanna IRA on on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, we're, we're there. Perfect. Yep. And, and yourself? Of course. Of course. Yeah. I mean, that's. that's is that even a question? <laughs> well, you know what? Yes, it is a question because as somebody who is marketing is really what I do. Okay, I'm in mm-hmm. the radio. I do social media. Right. Um, it, I'm, we're into photography. We're into videography. A lot of different things. Yes, it is a problem because I'll say, hey, oh, are you doing social media? Well, that's not really our thing. I hear that a lot. Well, they're making a mistake. Yes, they are. 
They're 100% unequivocally making a mistake. Because, like, I've, I've talked to somebody who, uh, uh, my, my girl, Amber, beautiful young girl, she owns a kind of a high-end consignment shop on Beta Bay. And I said, are you, are you not doing social media? It doesn't really work for me. And I said, what do you mean it doesn't work for you? Well, it makes everybody think that my stuff is cheap. And I go, then tell them it's expensive. Mm-hmm. And then show them that it's expensive. Like, Gucci's not, is not cheap. Show them you got Gucci. And she just, she just, she's old school and she just didn't want to embrace it. It's free advertising. Yep. It's absolutely free. Especially if you're using the marketplace, especially for her consignment store. Absolutely. I mean, the marketplace goes at least 25 miles away from your actual location. So Mm -hmm. you're going to be reaching a higher, broader. Way way higher. You know? Yeah. Clientele. And and the way it works now is just, you find yourself going into all these little links and like for myself, it's all about personal i don't know how you would really sell iras on social media that's not an easy thing to do no we use social media mainly for just awareness of our upcoming seminars webinars we don't we can't sell our service on social media it's more of an awareness type Mm -hmm. situation but you have i mean any business has to be on social media if you're not it's one of those if you're someone's looking to work with you if you're not on social media i think that right there questions the legitimacy of your business this day and age i i said i said the same thing to a good friend of mine uh, john ramos he owns ramos granite and uh, so I, he's a client of mine, so I look him up on social media, and I was like, you guys haven't posted anything in six months. And he goes, well, you know, it's not, I go, I understand your business is going well, but when somebody hears Ramos Granite, the first thing they're going to do is go check you out on social media mm-hmm. to, to follow you. And if you're irrelevant on social media, right away they're going to say, mm, maybe they're not a credible business, even though you are. And somebody like, like, somebody like Brandon Rimes who's selling houses, it's not about selling a house through social media that's literally impossible to do it's just legitimizing him as a business person and that's it now something like yourself you guys are creating the videos and creating uh uh, the uh you know the pictures and are you guys blasting them out to the masses or are you giving them to the the sellers to do no we're blowing them out you're blowing them out we put them on our uh, facebook page we share them because there's there's three of us there's the two business owners and myself all three of us share each other. We tag each other in whatever we're mm-hmm. posting. Smart. Um, and, you know, we just, so we we don't use the same post every time either. We're not, like, sharing, you know. So we post one thing, but, like, we share, like, maybe posts that we did yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, so we have multiple um, multiple things going up on, on everyone's feed. Now, you guys, I can tell you guys take it serious. Mm-hmm. Because some people take social media seriously. Uh, I, I'm in touch with a lot of the big CEOs and business owners, and I can tell you who does it serious in this area. I don't know if anybody does it more serious than the Seminole Hard Rock Casino. Nobody. I mean, that's because they have all the money. Like, all all of it. They have every last bit of it. Like, if you tag Seminole Hard Rock Casino, within a minute, there'll be 50 people hit you up from the Seminole Hard Rock. That's what they do, okay? They're on top of everything. If you spell something wrong, they'll let you know you spelled something wrong, and they're like they're on top of it. Uh, Suzanne Perry from Dats does a wonderful job. Um, like they stay, and when I mean a wonderful job, social media is becoming um, an art to where Suzanne has a somebody who's a writer, wrote novels, is really eloquent with words, who writes their posts to make sure the wording is right. That's getting to a point where that's. 
that's other level style right mm-hmm. there. Say so we use we use a professional writer for some of our Do blog really? articles and for our so, wow. to follow our social media. That's outside of my expertise. So. That's, that's a big that's a big that's a big <laughs> yep. deal though. I mean, to hire somebody just to write social media posts is so that's not even your social media person. That's to, that's totally different. Yeah, she wears both hats. Okay. Our, okay. Our, because, you know, Suzanne has a social media person, then the writer, then this person, then that person, and there's a lot of stuff going on, definitely. So let's let's get back to the IRAs here real quick. Once again, my knowledge on IRAs is almost almost nil. Um, rollover IRAs is something that I saw. Okay. Tell me something about rollover IRAs. That, that leads back to what we talked about a few minutes ago. A rollover IRA is, a situa- is an IRA account that where you've taken money from an old, old 401k or an old pension fund enrolled it into a tradi- it's a traditional IRA for IRS perspective they call it a rollover IRA just to indicate that that money originated with that employer sponsored 401k plan very nice so, yep and um, young lady uh, Jeanette yeah. you, you're talking about drones mm-hmm. um, how long have you been in the business for about two years so you didn't really see drones come in drones have been around for a little bit now yes they have been but drones have done amazing things with video and photography Mm -hmm. like it's taken it to another level and they've upgraded their system throughout the years and noticed that especially with the camera um the camera right now isn't as high as resolution as a camera is Mm -hmm. but i think uh, they're stepping it up definitely okay. as, as the business grows. And you talked about uh, a 3D virtual tour. Mm-hmm. I saw that on your site as well. Uh, explain everybody what that is. So that is a uh, large camera. It's a big square box with three eyes. Okay. Okay. Um, it sits on a tripod, and what you do is you set it in in a room, and it spins 360. It looks for the ending point of each wall. Okay. Okay. And then it literally creates a 3D floor plan, you know, that you can walk through on your, with VR glasses if you'd like, or you can do it on your computer. It's like, the best way for me to describe it, it's like Google Street Map. Yeah, you I know s- when you put that little man on the street and yeah. you can see all the houses? It's like that, but inside of a home. I just don't see how it's done, though. Like, my mind is blown a little bit mm-hmm. how it's done. I mean, is it is it, is it the video taken from top? Because you... You can see, like, say you walk in the door, mm-hmm. you can walk in the door and you can see every room right. and the dimensions of all the rooms. Right. Have you ever seen them do this? Have you I, seen them yeah. create it? Oh, yeah, certainly. Uh, the camera is literally like a regular camera. You just, you know, it's like, it's like a clicking camera mm-hmm. on a tripod and it just three, it just takes a video of really? the room, 360 and it pieces it together. It's very smart. I guess very, like a panoramic smart. thing you have on your, on your your phone i guess not quite but probably somewhat a little, probably yeah. a little bit more complex than that somewhat have you seen those on social media have you seen the 360 videos that they've done sure yeah it's Similar using that. that technology okay but more of like a dollhouse type you. Dollhouse? That's what, that's what you call it, dollhouse. That's when you like walk into the home and it's kind like of dollhouse. Barbie. Barbie's dollhouse. Oh, it's, I just passed the dollhouse right on the West Shore. <laughs> I thought that's what you're talking about. Oh, you're talking about the dream house. Oh, I'm a I'm it. a I 50 year old man. I don't play with Barbies, but the other dollhouse, you know, it's been a long time since I've been there, but I'm definitely not against it. That's for sure. All right, we're talking IRAs and we're talking uh, videographies and real estate photographies and the whole nine yards. So don't go anywhere. Ian Beckles filling in for Brandon Rines, and we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, I'm Forbes Riley, celebrity TV fitness host and creator of The Spin Gym. I'm here today with Brandon Rimes, and you're listening to the Consumer Quarterback Show. Great ways to get happy, healthy, and wealthy. 
To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. All right, welcome back. Ian Beckles filling in for Brandon Rhymes. He'll be back with you very, very soon. Uh, we are taping this on 9-11, and obviously it's a very relevant date. Um, I'm scared to ask you what you were doing because you, you look very young. <laughs> and I'm not going to ask you how old you but do you remember what you were doing when uh, 9-11 yes. happened? I was in third grade in the classroom. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm doing the math in my head, third grade. Okay, you were right about what age? About fourth, a, fourth grade, you I about, believe. Okay. 26. So but... while you were in the classroom in third mm-hmm. grade, did, did they teachers tell you what was going on what happened in school they did not but i have horrible memory but i do mm. remember the tv being on oh the tv was on the whole time so the and teachers were watching it. it we were watching in the classroom and it was just very uh, still sure and the th- as a third graders you must not even really understand what's going on because yeah. that was the most that was one of the more surreal things that those buildings mm-hmm. falling like out of my whole life one of the more surreal things i've ever oh, seen yeah. I mean, and this, that's something you're definitely n- never going to forget. Never. Like, yeah. I can remember that day. Like, like, it's 17 years. It seems like it's three years, maybe. Like, it's that vivid. You, you remember where I do. you were? Yep, I, absolutely, I was working in uh, recreation for the city of Clearwater at the time. And can remember I was listening to the radio that morning and just hearing, uh, I don't remember who I was listening to, but they were kept updating, oh, the plane crashed, and then now it's another one, now it's terrorism. And I remember, I don't know if you remember, and there was a lot of, misinformation i remember lot, oh, there, there's a report there's been a bomb at the capitol building and there's but there was so many different things going on and then yeah. to see them it seems weird now to think oh yeah of course the buildings fell but that day it was shocking sure it was that they actually came down and this the funny part with myself i was golfing in in, uh, in new tampa and that's when i used to was golfing on a regular basis 17 years ago and I got to the clubhouse and it was re- or it was early nine o'clock and I said, well, "What is that?" So the lady says, "Oh, some plane ran into a building in New York." And I go, "All right," and that was it. And then I went golfing. So golfing takes four and a half hours. So seventeen years ago, social media wasn't what it is now. Nobody really was on phones like they are now. Like now, my phone would blow up for four and a half hours. I didn't really know anything. Nobody's thinking. Let's text somebody and tell them what's going on because they figure everybody's watching it. So for four and a half hours, I was oblivious. So we got to the clubhouse, we finished, we got into the car, we went to Hooters, and we sat down to eat lunch. And I'm looking up at the TV, and I'm looking at the towers, and this is after they fell. So I go, what's happening? Like, what's happening? And somebody goes, well, they attacked their buildings, and I go, the buildings fell? And the lady goes, yes. And then the, it took... it. I just kind of s- sat there for a minute. Then I, right away I thought to myself, boy, a lot of people had to have died. Right, like, like you, you guys were watching it live, okay? So as soon as it happened, you guys, right away, that must have been your thought because you saw people running and stuff. It didn't really hit me at first, but I was thinking, 
And I, I was, what did the number end up being? Was it three thousand? Yeah, it was like yeah, it was less. It was less than four thousand. Still a lot of people, it's but they were people. at the time they were saying you know fifty fifty thousand people plus work. Oh, were they saying? Buildings. Yeah. So you you were figuring okay, what twenty thousand, twenty five thousand died, but luckily a lot of people there was enough got time out. To, yeah. for people to get out. You're still hearing some you know bone chilling videos of people that were in the the building mm-hmm. calling their loved ones and vice versa. I couldn't imagine being in the top of a building. And being on fire, and there ain't nowhere to go. Have you ever been to the uh, museum in New York? I don't believe the 9/11? so. I didn't go in, but mm. I was outside. It was, uh, that's a very sad, I mean, obviously, it, it it really, there's parts you go in where, yeah, they have recordings. It's like somebody's, one of the people who died, their phone, with the 25 messages mm-hmm. that were left, and it's nothing but, hope you're okay, please call me when you get this, et cetera. And it, it is devastating to listen to. And to no think, doubt. And you were saying social media, I thought, I was just thinking, how many times do things happen these days where someone's got their cell phone out, boom, take a video of it? Can you imagine if we had that back then? All the people that were inside the Seriously. building taking more videos people would have died. Yeah, more That's people, true. more people would have died because they'd have stood there and they'd have been sitting there taking a picture of a building coming down at them. Instead of running, instead of yeah. running, okay, because that that should be. It seems like that's you know the culture of our world now. Instead mm-hmm. of running or helping. Mm-hmm. We're videotaping. Instead of helping somebody drowning, we're videotaping somebody drowning. Instead of helping somebody get eaten by a shark, we're videotaping it so that it can go viral and we can get more followers. And, you know, that's that's the way it is these days. Yeah, I had uh, first responder uncles. Oh, did you? To, yeah, so this, this kind of hits a little home to me. Absolutely. Yeah, I have a lot of family in New York. Yeah, so and, you know, it. and it was... It was it was the weirdest thing because it was one of our biggest losses ever. But mm-hmm. I it was probably as close as our country's ever been. A- after that, like our co- our country was, so, it takes a tragedy for our country to become patriotic, and then just as as it, as it dissipates, everybody kind of forgets about it. Then another tragedy comes and we all come together again. We should just stay together. We should yeah, stay although, together. I mean, you think about it, we've had some tragedies the last few years. That don't, but they don't. Again, it, they're the finger pointing is the, the de facto way to go nowadays. Which just whose fault? Whose fault was it? It's always got to be the problem. Is yeah. uh, and it turned into this. Nine eleven turned into because mm-hmm. still people still have these crazy, you know, philosophies, and I don't want to listen to them. Like I don't want to listen to them because I don't want to believe that. Okay, but now when a kid shoots up a school. It's, it divides our world. It, it divides our world into gun people and non-gun people real quick. And it just, our world and our country is is just divided now. Any situation that happens, there's left, right, right, wrong, Democrat, Republican, black, 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 and, and, white. black and white. I mean, this, it's, everything is turned into completely, and like, I'll give you a great example. The whole Colin Kaepernick thing, when Colin Kaepernick knelt for the anthem, okay? How many things has that turned into? Yeah. <laughs> How many things has it turned into? It's turned into military. It's turned into white and black. It's turned into politics. Mm-hmm. It's turned into anti-Trump. This, it's so many things. The guy just knelt. He never brought up any of those things except for racial inequality. And that's the one thing nobody's talking about anymore. They're talking about everything other than what he actually knelt for. <laughs> And I don't, like, I see grown-ass people that are running our country, and they're not helping anything. No, not at all. They're just, they're not, they're not, and I'm not pointing my finger, just in general, 
nobody's helping because everybody's so caught up in being right and wrong now mm -hmm. for like all this bipartisan bull crap ain't never gonna happen anymore because it's one side the other side and we, there's no way they can sit in the middle and talk anymore and it's i don't know if it's always been that way but it's certain like it's turned into that yeah i mean bring up going back to 9 11 i mean that was i read the same thing that People were talking about no one will ever tear this country apart again. We're always going to be one. And you knew back your mind it was a matter of time at of some course. point. And then to see where we are today, 17 years later, of how, like you said, every issue that comes across, everybody runs to their side as opposed to saying, okay, hey, what's the more appropriate response? There's all, you know, the truth is always in the middle. Yeah. And that's where we should be. But it's always something happens like the Kaepernick situation. You got to run to one side as opposed to either the people, those of us who are in the middle saying, you know, I, I agree with his right to do it. Maybe I wouldn't kneel myself, but I agree with his right to certainly do it. that's where I am. You know. That's, that's, where, right. that's where I am. And listen, it's an opinion. So there's really, you can't have a wrong opinion. Right. You cannot, okay? But the people all the way to the left are the problem. And I mean all the way, I mean all the way. And all the way to the right are the problem. That's the problem, okay? Those are the ones that are bumping heads in Charlottesville, Okay. Like, I know what my philosophy is on black and white. I know my philosophy is, but I don't know if I want to go out there and be confrontational among people you know, in in some big old crowd. Like that's, not, that's too far one way for me, you know? And it just seems like if we, if we all just congregate in the middle and just, we could all be hugging, do a little kumbaya thing and be all good. But the people on the outskirts, it seems like those are the ones that are running our world on both sides. Right, because on those sides, neither one of them believe in a gray area. It's either you have to That's believe well everything said. they said, That's well said, or you don't. And if you if you don't agree hundred yes. percent with what they say, then yes. you're you're the enemy. And then so and so is to slam yeah. their hands. So and so said this, therefore it has to be. Yeah. I don't want anybody telling me anything. I'm hard headed. All right. So whatever situation comes up, whether it's a a tragedy or a law or whatever it is, I don't care what the Democratic guy said or the Republican guy said. I want to say well, I care what I think. So I'm not gonna let anybody tell me what I think. I'm not, I'm not even from this, I'm from Montreal, Canada. I'm not from this country. So I didn't grow up with an allegiance. So I'm, I'm the perfect person, I believe, to speak of this. Because some people been brainwashed since they were born to be one way or the other, and to think one way or the other. And I think that's part of our problem of our country is that everybody's brainwashing everybody to think a certain way. And common sense is gone, it seems like. And, uh, well, you, know, you can also blame social media for that. You know why? You know, you know why? You know why I'm not going to blame social media. I'm not going to blame social media because I'm going to blame people. Okay, social media is your friend. You know why? Because I, I, I have my phone on me right now. You can pull up every social media post I've ever done, and I've been on it since the beginning. And you won't see one political post, not one. Who gives a crap what I think about politics? Right. So social media is... But that's the middleman. It's the root of the problem. There's no doubt, but it's the people utilizing social media right. that are the problem. Not actually social media. Social media is used very well by many, many people. Listen, if if Kim, if, if Khloe Kardashian can, can make $10 million in 15 minutes or whatever she's doing on social media, it's not bad. It can be good. But... Yeah. But with all the things that are people people are spreading these days and mm -hmm. the propagandas and, and the craziness and it seems like politics is running through social media. Like our president is calling people out through social media. 
Like, I don't know if that's... So we didn't have that back then. We didn't okay. have it. We so didn't have it. So that's what I'm it. saying. You have to, in a way, kind of blame social media because it's bringing it all together. Sure. But this, that being said, it's not going to get better. It's only going to get worse. Because well, yeah. the more social media, the more elaborate it gets. But don't go anywhere. We're going to come back. We still have a lot to talk about. IRA, frameworks for Bray, photography, videography, and the whole nine yards. We'll be back. This is work done, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. This is our last segment, so don't go anywhere. We have Scott Bauer from Advana IRA and Jeanette Salden from Fabre Frameworks. Now, let's get back to some IRA talk, because I think we're scaring Jeanette with all this uh, political talk <laughs> over there. Um, we, we talked about rollover IRAs. Now, if somebody has a 401k already, all right, can they open an IRA and have a 401k? Can they do both? You can. Now, the ability, if you are, if it's a 401k that you're active in, like it's your, you're, you're working for the company contributing, you can still have an IRA and contribute to it, but it can, it can, having the 401k can limit the ability for you to take certain deductions for your contributions to the IRA. There are some other limitations, but you can have both. In fact, a lot of our clients... You know, they leave one job and they roll that 401k into an IRA. They start a new job and have a new 401k. Mm-hmm. You can certainly have both and invest both how you wish. Now, is that something that you you suggest, or uh, is that something that you you is it, is it beneficial for it all to be in one, or beneficial for it to be both? I think it's better to diversify because the one thing that happens with a lot of 401ks when you're with a current employer, you're when you have a 401k, they give you a list of you know 15, 20 different investments you can make inside that 401k, but that's it. When you get that money out into an IRA, you can take your IRA and invest it into all kinds of stocks, bonds, or do something like what we do. We help people buy real estate, uh, private notes, mortgages, private stock. There's so much more you can do in an IRA, but when it's in a 401k, a lot of times your options are much more limited. Very nice. Now let's get to uh, Jeanette from Fabray Frameworks here, which is still spelt funny. The more I look at it, the funnier it gets. Because it could have been, it could have been Janet. It could, it could have, been, have been. It could have been Janet. But I got it right. Yeah, it could have like elongated. Yes, ab- absolutely. Janet. So, for Brave Frameworks, how long has for Brave Frameworks been around? Uh, two years. Two years now. Mm-hmm. If I say to you, what does Fabray Frameworks do to put yourself apart from the other companies in your in your company in your uh, category? What would you say you guys do? Different? I would say our professionalism certainly, and also our editing. You're never going to get, like like we were talking earlier, everyone can be a photographer, mm-hmm. but with those photos, you have to do something with sure. them. With those video clips, you have to do something with them. So our editing process, very secret editing process. Secret? Secrets. <laughs> I like secrets. So do you have, a, you have a whole room of editors and a whole room of photographers, or is it just one big old hootenanny? What you got? You got a so big old building? Office. Okay. Yeah, we do have an office with a receptionist, a booking specialist, and about five editors okay and they do all of the they do the editing for the photographers out in the field and there's 10 of them out in the field they don't have to come to the office for any 
season. Well, before you leave, I'm going to give you my business card because I do a lot of stuff with a lot of different businesses. And we're, okay. just, we're always looking for photography. photography. Yeah. Give me and, a call. And everybody out there is always looking for photography mm -hmm. as, as well. They say some different things. You're talking about food photography. Weddings. Weddings, real estate. There's really no, there's no limit. There's no limitations. No limit to, to the photography. Nope. Wonderful. Everybody needs photography out there all the time. Yeah. And once again, I've seen good photography. And I've seen maximum. I mean, the best. And there's a big difference. Mm-hmm. And 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 everything. I'm sure you know knowledge of you. You know you'll see. Growing up playing football, you know, everything is measurable. You might be strong where you're from, but you might not be strong where I'm from. Just like the same thing in <laughs> photography. I'm a great photographer. Do you run into somebody who's whose photography that they did 10 years ago is better than your photography. So I like running into greatness and I like running into knowledge. That's always very, very important. Now yourself, with when you talk about IRAs, and you know I'm not to the point now where money's pouring in. Well, there was a time in my life where it poured in uh, more than it's pouring in now, okay? Is there, is there a maximum c contribution you could make to your IRAs yearly? There is, with, with a regular basic IRA, the most you can contribute on an annual basis is 5500 bucks. Regardless so, so of how much money you make. For, with a traditional, now if you're self-employed, you work for your own, you work for yourself, you own your own small business, you can put upwards of fifty-four or $55,000 oh. a year into your own, you can start a 401k for yourself, you can start a SEP IRA, so there are some IRA accounts that allow for much larger contributions, but as far as just the basic ones, it's $5,500. Now that's the maximum you can put in out of pocket, there is no limitation on what you can earn. So within the IRA, so if you have say fifty thousand dollars in your IRA, mm -hmm. you invest in a rental property, you invest in a, a property to flip, you make twenty thousand dollars. That's all that's fine it. back in the IRA. It's only limit on, on your money out of your pocket. So I told you when I was when I was with the Bucks, they started the four hundred one k, and I remember Sam White saying, "If anybody doesn't do this, you're stupid." And I remember thinking, "Well, you are stupid because we put in seven thousand and they put in 10,000, okay? So that's a no-brainer. You can put in 7,000, they put in 10,000. And that was way back when. Now, I believe they put in 10, and the NFL puts in 20. Nice, yep. Does any companies do do it that drastic, to, twice? Some do, because the uh, the four, when, you, when a company sets up a 401k plan, they can decide how, how much they want to offer their employees. It's a, an incentive program, obviously, for hiring people. So. And then some companies may do a 5% match. So you put in so much of your salary, they'll match that amount up to 5%. They can do up to 25% of your compensation. So a company can actually, you can put in up to 18500 of your salary, mm -hmm. and a company can match up to about 35000 or so on top of that. Wow. So they're, they're, it, it just depends. It's company to company on what they want to offer. Yeah, times are good. I'm, I'm too old. I should have <laughs> waited till now to play ball. I would have been a lot richer, that's for sure. They're paying these guys an astronomical amounts of money. I ain't mad at them, though. If they don't make it, the owners are making it. That's true. So like, I'd rather the players make, <laughs> make it, that's for sure. Now, uh, Jeanette, for, as far as the um, photography goes, mm -hmm. with Tampa Bay area, I don't know if there's a, a more burgeoning, growing area in the nation than Tampa, real estate-wise. How are you seeing, what are you seeing uh, developing here as far as real estate? Have you seen a lot new business off, uh, no, office buildings? What are you seeing uh, popping up these days? I'm seeing a lot more condos, townhouses being built, new constructions, definitely, and more and more rehabs. 
coming in. A yeah. lot more rehabs, I think, than new, new construction because sure. Tampa's so old. Mm-hmm. So they're just taking all the South Tampa homes and just flipping them. Sure. Like even around where I have our headquarters on, you know, Gandhi and West Shore area there. Mm-hmm. You know, but the Gandhi boat ramp where they're building all those condos, I don't know the number. But just the, the amount of people that are going to move in there are going to change the economy of that area. They're coming up from Miami. I mean, there's, those <laughs> condos start at $700,000. <laughs> and, like, you know, the one that they're building on Bay to Bay, I guess, the glass one at the end of Gay to yeah. Bay, I guess that's completely sold out. Like, they can't wow. build these condos fast enough these days. It's good for you. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's, 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 more it's like, money's coming into town. It is, it's a little scary, though, too, because that's what we had. When I first started with Devanna, it was back in 2006. And I remember in that 2006, 2007 period, that's when they were they, they were selling pre-construction contracts. So before the building had even laid a foundation, they were already they were selling out of a building. Isn't that amazing? Because people wanted to, at that time, people were going to get a property under contract, put the deposit down, and then flip that contract, sure. figuring it was going to, and then, of course, the market tanked. That's that, it. And that was the bottom. But well, I think we're at a little bit different times, but it is a little bit scary now, too. It is scary. Uh, you know, I was here, I got here in the early 90s, and uh, dabbling some real estate on the beach, and um, you know, I remember a realtor telling me that, you know, I have a great deal if you, if you, she goes, do you have a million dollars? I said, no, I don't. I wish I did. She said, if you have a million dollars to invest, I have an, an amazing investment for you. I said, well, you can stop talking. You don't have a million dollars, okay? So the next year, my realtor says to me, remember I told you I have a million dollars? I go, yeah. She says, I can get you two, two for it. And they haven't broken ground yet. So that tells you where the real estate was at that time. But then the people paying two, two, if the music stops and you're standing, <laughs> you could give all that money back. <laughs> Every last bit of it. It's not worth any money. So I get it what you're saying. It can be scary because right now everything's optimistic. It's going up. And people start acting a fool, and banks will start lending everything to everybody, and all of a sudden it's going to stop. Boom. And the music's going to stop, and there's going to be a bunch of people standing up, and they're going to be ass out, unfortunately. But, you know, for somebody like yourself, right now, you guys got to be, you got to be flourishing. Business business has to be great right now. Oh, yeah, definitely. We, um, we, We have nine photographers in Tampa and one in Orlando. Okay. They're all booked. Booked. Every single day, Monday through Friday, even sometimes Saturday. Four, five, maybe even six appointments a day. Wow, come on. Of just homes. Just Isn't that going crazy? And shooting. Yeah. Good for you. It's great that you guys found uh, you found a niche, mm-hmm. which is good. Everybody needs, like photographers are great. Okay, there's a lot of photographers out there, but you guys found your niche, although you are kind of going out and venturing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, real estate is, is your main thing. It is. And how did, how did that come about? Did your first, the people who originated the whole company, that was their first love is real estate? Or... No, actually. Uh, so it was Sean, he was an engineer before okay. he kept, went into photography. Um, he picked it up as a hobby, and he was just doing it for fun, and his brother-in-law asked him to do his homes. Wow. This, this so like... that's how it happened. And it's just get, getting more business and more business, whereas then the next step was his brother quit his engineering job mm-hmm. and followed him. And within six months, they had an office and their first two employees. Within a year, they had uh, about... Seven employees, and yeah. we've just been growing. They're following there. the money; it's wonderful. Anybody mm-hmm. wants to get in contact with you? How do they get that done? Oh, they can reach out to our website at bantaira.com or what's in your ira.com, or give me a call uh, eight seven two seven five eight one nine eight five three. Take advantage on yourself, young lady. So it's for braveframeworks.com. I'm going to spell out the first part: yep. F as in Frank, E, B as in boy, R as in Robert, E for braveframeworks.com. 
Phone number is 813-906-8300. And you can check us out on Facebook as well. Want to go check them out? You want to check me out on social media? It's at Ian Beckles, I-A-N-B-E-C-K-L-E-S. Everybody have a wonderful day, and please stay out of trouble. Peace out. You've been listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rimes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for The Consumer Quarterback Show. Weekday afternoons at 5 on AM 1380, The Biz. Are you a real estate agent looking to take your business to the next level and supercharge your marketing? Hi, I'm Brandon Rimes, owner of Platinum MVP Realty and host of the Real Estate Quarterback Show, syndicated radio and TV show talk program on iHeartRadio, 1025 The Bone, daily 5 o'clock drive time on 1380 The Biz, and our TV show is on WeBeam TV. We're looking for real estate agents that want to join our team and supercharge their marketing, utilizing some of our innovative strategies. We utilize the Real Geeks platform, Facebook marketing, internet marketing, and a lot of the traditional methods as well. Postcard mailers mailed for you. Postage, signage, business cards, all paid for by the company. Aggressive real estate splits, and ways to help you win in any marketplace. We need you to go out, take applications, and work our plethora of leads that we're generating on a daily basis. Reach out by clicking the form below, and we'd love to have a confidential interview with you. My pleasure. How are you doing, sir? Nice to finally meet you. Pleasure.